0: All right, another week, another big-time stud considering Illinois basketball. This one just might stick, right, Scott Ritchie? I mean, until Kevin O'Banner says no, the Oral Roberts star could say yes to the Illini. Man, does Brad Underwood need some good news about the transfer portal. And it might happen, Scott Ritchie tells us. He'll also break down Kofi's situation, the recruiting weekend, and introduce you to the new assistant coach this week's podcast inside Illini basketball we'll be back after these messages pia sports bar and grill presents inside Illini basketball pia sports bar
1: is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in champagne hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games serving up the best wings beers never-ending nachos and mouth-watering burgers Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's.
0: Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On the Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. Oh, good Monday afternoon, everyone. Jim Rosso, Vice President of the News for the News Gazette with Scott Ritchie. We're trying to rush this podcast in because we're late. It's 1 o'clock. Usually we spend Monday mornings huddled together, often in shorts and flip-flops. But today, it's Monday afternoon. Hi, Scott.
1: Well, two things. Um, so if shorts and flip-flops are cool, that will now be my official mode of dress uh, moving forward. And two, yeah, it, we're a little late to start today, but... Uh, I had to go out to the Orange and Blue Course for the 32nd annual Kendall Gill Golf Outing. Uh, a chance to talk with Kendall and uh, Brad Underwood. So, reason to be late today.
0: That's good enough for me. This is inside a line basketball. Another uh, week of heavy activity, ending with golf. Scott Rich, kind of the golf writer here, all of a sudden. In my Sunday news is that I didn't get a college basketball page, but I did get a college golf page.
1: Essentially. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Scott. I sense like, uh, a, a, just like a hint maybe of, you know, that thanks not being sincere, but, um, yeah, Atkins golf club, which is the newest and third course in the university of Illinois golf hierarchy. Um, currently under renovations would be the new kind of the new home away from home for Illinois golf. Um, former Stone Creek Golf Club. Uh, based on my conversations with people sort of involved with the project and getting a chance to go out there and see it for myself, um, it certainly would not be very challenging for the CU golf community who will still be able to use the course. It's going to remain a public course. and looks, I mean, I think the renovations are going to be really good and i will be interested to get out there and play it myself. But yeah, I covered all of that in Sunday's News Gazette.
0: All right, I love the devotion to golf uh. Few other universities certainly can be matching what Illinois has done. They've got their practice practice greens, I guess, and little fairways out on South Farms. If you ever a, if you're ever in Champaign, please walk a little south of Oven Basketball Center. Check that out; it's remarkable. Now they're gonna have a a big layout, a big eighteen hole course at Stone Creek. Yeah, and
1: they're they're adding on to their indoor facility as well you know, across the street from Oven, Um adding like I think if I with Mike Small, like four more there are two or four more hitting bays and then a putting lab. It's going Mm -hmm. super high tech where, I mean, they can use computers to control these platforms and uh, he explained it all, but Illinois is investing.
0: Excellent. Little known fact in Richie's hometown of Eureka, there's a horseshoes lab where apparently you can get really good at playing horseshoes.
1: (laughs) I was never a horseshoes guy. Um,
0: that true? I just someone told me this. Yeah, I weekend. mean, Saw it, it seems Twitter. like
1: one of those things where you was like, "What can I make up about Eureka next?" And you came and up just, with a horseshoes lab. Yeah, I, I don't, know, not a horseshoes guy. There's a golf course in Eureka.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, did you play golf again today, Richie
1: No, um not in the outing. Didn't go out there this morning either. Should have. Okay, would have beat the rain because I think the, the golfers are, I think they're getting a reprieve right now, but rain in the forecast all day but big crowd
0: tell me this kendall gill i did not see pictured with the other flying illini who were in muhammad over the weekend for a memorabilia show
1: yeah well kendall was on saturday sports talk with steve kelly lauren tate and he had prior commitments on saturday his son was graduating from eighth grade he's gonna be a a freshman at saint ignatius uh college prep in chicago uh hooper like his dad uh, Six-two almost, so maybe a a future line I don't know. He, he, he's get, getting a little bit of recruitment so far, but uh, that's a long ways off. All Plus right, of twenty twenty-five.
0: Brad Underwood also out there today. What what beans did he spill?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, it was asked about Kofi Coburn and his whole situation, and what Brad said was like he's like the quote was like he's our player until he isn't. So. You know, they're obviously also treating him like he's, you're know, one of theirs, and just it's the what he called the new reality is you have to re-recruit your own roster a little bit, and certainly doing that with, with Kofi this off season. Um, Kofi's out there sending, like very cryptic sort of philosophical, philosophical tweets um, that you know, Illinois fans are re- like replying to and trying to parse through, you know, I think every word he utters or writes, but no real clarity on where he might wind up next season. I think Illinois is obviously still in the picture, but, uh, you know, so is Kentucky.
0: You say he's uh, considered still an Illinois player until he isn't, but uh, they're working out right now, right, over at Ubbin? Yeah. And he's not there. That's true. What does that tell you? that he's too good to have to come back for summer workouts.
1: Well, I think you know the way the coaching staff is viewing him is he's one of their is and the way Kofi's viewing it is he's in the portal and a free man to make his decision. Um and like I mean I've sort of said this all along like once a guys in the portal like it's a rare occasion where they come back to the school that they that they're leaving. It happens. Indiana you know, Mike Woodson was able to, you know, pull a couple guys out of the portal. Um Christian Lander being, you know, one of them, their point guard. But I think it's a it's a tough position to be in for Illinois. Um where do you have to do? You have to re recruit a guy that you helped develop into a second team All American. It's a strange new just way it is in college basketball. But uh, yeah, workouts are underway. Um the summer is really I mean they're doing stuff on the court of course uh, but because they didn't have an off season last year um, like the work with Adam Fletcher in the white room is kind of paramount not only for you know the three freshmen coming in but I mean a guy like Coleman Hawkins or Andre Corbello they didn't they got to work with Fletch once the kind of the season kicked into gear but like the off season workouts are geared differently and you know the focus is different the results they're trying to get are different than just trying to maintain during a season so they could have some some real benefits but everybody is participating except I mean obviously Kofi is not and then Jacob Grandison has been in Finland and Japan playing with the the Finnish national team but uh, that that's kind of it's a pre Olympic thing so he should be back um, before I think the summer session is over. All right,
0: Scott Ritchie going to give us our starting five minus Kofi here in a little bit. Oh, good. That'll be I, an interesting thing. Okay. He's, he's furiously dot, jotting stuff down right now. Yeah, furious is
1: right because I have no idea. But I take I'll this
0: break uh, for our name, image, likeness update. Don O'Brien, former News Gazette sports copy editor back in the 90s. Yeah, you grad as well. We and his out there. former Quincy sports writer. Right? Yeah. Had uh, Andre Curbello wish his son happy birthday on the cameo, I do believe. Yeah, so that's... And so uh, it went well.
1: I mean, that's one of... I think it's an an easy way for guys like Andre Curbello I mean, Trevor Frazier's on cameo. I think Demonte Williams, Brandon Pajemski, like I think they're all on cameo at this point.
0: 50 program. bucks. Why not? I mean, yeah, it's... Fifty bucks you didn't have. Ed Bond, I'm told, will do it for five dollars. He'll wish your your loved one a happy birthday from the production home of Illinois Sports. I'm in. Okay.
1: But yeah, no, it's it's a simple thing. It doesn't take much time and
0: hmm. then like
1: with Don, like he shared it, and I think that gets Andre Cabello's face out there more. It's like Maybe someone else is interested. like well, hey, you can wish my kid a birthday. So, Fun. Those are the, the, the small parts of NIL that will be interesting to kind of track because there will be more of those than maybe the, the big uh, endorsement deals. At least that's been the case so far.
0: Your Wednesday News Gazette, we're going to introduce a feature, weekly feature, uh, kind of citing one example of NIL. Not by you, Scott Rich. You don't give me that look. Ethan Simmons, our U of I grad, is going to take over that. You're off the hook. Good. I just—it's the panic that the relief, yeah—that I'm seeing across the podcast table right now is palpable. Anyway, picked up your Wednesday News Gazette. Hopefully, pick up the Sunday's News Gazette to find some college basketball coverage. We'll see.
1: I think the plan right now, as of Monday afternoon, is for college basketball. Home town. That's but what I'm talking about. Pick up the News Gazette every day this week because there'll be
0: Illinois basketball coverage. Right. I'm just giving you, just giving you grief, Scott Ritchie.
1: You want a full page of college basketball.
0: Back to uh, that starting lineup that I've uh, promised our listeners, Richie, minus Kofi. Go for it.
1: Okay. Let's get the easy ones out of the way first. Okay. Andre Corbello, Trent Frazier, DeMonte Williams. There's three guards for you. Omar Payne start at the five and then I'm a little torn on the last spot Figure think, it out I think at the start hello yeah I, I'm just really
0: I am torn because well you can't play with four I guess you could it's
1: probably inadvisable uh I think I'm willing to just take a stance here and say Coleman Hawkins. All right. And the expectation, especially, I mean, if Kofi doesn't come back, if Illinois is not able to add another piece in the front court, uh, Coleman Hawkins' situation is going to go from, I think they think he could have maybe a breakout sophomore year to like it's going to be kind of imperative that he does for Illinois to remain competitive in the top half of the Big Ten.
0: All right, uh, any of the freshmen you see figuring into a rotation? Where's the guy from Utah? I need more dirt than that. Come on.
1: Yeah, and, I mean Alfonso Plummer like could start if you know maybe Demonte comes off the bench. Um, the freshmen, I don't know. But then like Austin Hutcherson, like if he's healthy, how does he fit in? There's a lot of like question marks about this. It's on my roster. The least of it, I mean, the most of which, I guess, is like Kofi's status. But, I mean, last year, once IO said he was coming back, once Kofi said he was coming back, it's like, okay, I kind of knew what the team was going to look like, what the product on the court was going to look like. This year, I honestly have no idea.
0: All right, seen a lot of preseason rankings coming out uh, now that the NBA draft deadline has passed for the most part. Illinois, middle of the pack in the Big Ten. And that's uh, still with the Kofi decision looming. You say if he returns, he'll be top third. Still sticking with that? You seem you seem glum today, Scott Ritchie. Down? No. After your talk with Brad Underwood.
1: Was well, this? Is, that's a good conversation. Um, no, if Kofi comes back, like Illinois is a top fifteen team in the country, I and mean, that, that puts them in the top tier of the Big Ten. Um, that's a huge if. A seven foot. 285 pound if. Uh, But yeah, but right now, and and I sort of treat it differently than Brad Underwood. Like, Kofi's not on. I mean, he is technically on the roster because they haven't taken him off yet. But until he says, you know, sends the facts that I'm back, I'm not including him in kind of my thought process. And Illinois is not a top 25 team.
0: Why do you do that to me?
1: I mean, I think they have the potential in a post-Kofi world to get there if the guard play kind of is what is sort of projected, expected Von you know, Andre Carbello just bursts onto the scene, onto the national stage, as I think a lot of people are thinking he could, plus Trent Frazier, plus Alfonso Plummer, who's gotten some kind of rave reviews so far this summer. But heading into the preseason, I, there's, again, too many question marks around what Illinois basketball is going to be to – be comfortable or confident saying, "Yeah, that's one of the best twenty-five teams in the country."
0: All right, as it is now, I think uh, Purdue, Michigan, Ohio State getting the top billing in the Big Ten.
1: Maryland sneaking in there.
0: All right, they've lost a little of their luster since an early off-season start. In my mind, but hey, who am I?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Aaron, just like, the
0: beat writer when Illinois basketball was good. Sure, that's who I am. Two decades ago, um, Ohio State. Obviously
1: lost Dwayne Washington, but they added a a transfer guard from Louisiana who was one of, I think, the best players in the Sun Belt last year. So they have a piece there. A guy can make maybe make some shots. Maryland, you know, Aaron Wiggins staying in the draft. But, I mean, I hit early in the portal with uh, Fats Russell from Rhode Island and Caduce Wahab out of Georgetown. Um, Still so should be pretty good, though. All right.
0: Hey, I thought Richie would be in a better mood today because you know what? Illinois has got all its coaches, and that's what he was worrying about every week for the last two months. I wasn't we're worried about what we're I gonna do just... without that coach. Why haven't they hired somebody? I just wanted and now them... he's hired, and you're still. I just wanted them to like make the hire, so a bump on can, the law. We can stop talking about it. You should I... be happy. Fill me
1: in. What? Well, I mean, maybe I'd be happier if like Tim Anderson was starting today or started over the weekend. Yeah, he won't start until July 26th, which. It's interesting. Just another wrinkle in the very strange offseason for Illinois basketball. But, you know, spent the last four years at DePaul. And actually, I talked with Brad Underwood today. He said that four years ago, when he got the Illinois job, that he sort of talked with Tim Anderson about potentially being on staff. So it just didn't work then, but they were able to develop a relationship over the last four years. Obviously, Illinois played DePaul. Was that the first year Underwood was here? Um, But they've seen each other on the recruiting trail. Um, And then it's kind of – I mean, like Illinois fans should be thrilled about how Brenner would put this staff together because he hired an alum, which is something the fans always clamor for. And he got a Chicago guy, and Tim Anderson, um, to – I guess quote-unquote replace another Chicago guy, you know, Chin Coleman. Um, different, obviously, connections uh, for Tim Anderson. Went to Crane, coached at Crane, was program director for Mean Streets, coached at DePaul, coached Juco in Chicago as well, early in his career. Uh, but the big thing is, like, is training business, I guess, you know, ground zero training, where he's worked with like th- three or four dozen pros, and you know he trains guys heading into the draft, and trains has trained guys you know after they started their NBA career So, and big names too, like Derrick Rose, is a ground zero guy. So, between player development, ties to Chicago, I mean, I think it's a it's a solid hire for Illinois, and there'll be a a full staff July twenty sixth when he can officially start. Well, good. Why aren't you happier? I'm very neutral. It's like I don't have to be happy about you know, the <laughs> moves Illinois makes. It's, I mean, I'm just glad they hired a coach so we can like stop talking about it. It's like cuz it, it, it dragged on for months. Cause we were talking you know, the rumors of Orlando Antigua and Shane Coleman leaving like in middle of April, which is unreal. Though we're, hey. we're in July, and we've finally kind of settled things.
0: Next big question uh, is when the schedule will be finalized and announced. And is uh, here's my question. I need Illinois versus Kentucky. Can you just sneak <laughs> that in there somewhere? Uh, Richie, well, is there a spot?
1: I am not in charge of scheduling for either Illinois or Kentucky, so it's probably going to be a little difficult for me to make that happen. But I think if Kofi winds up at Kentucky – they have to figure a way to play the game or maybe not because like fans will be back in the building and I could see that going wrong like horribly wrong but uh, as far as like the full schedule I mean that's a probably could get the rest of the non-conference by the end of July Big Ten schedule I mean because we know the opponents and like Illinois is playing once, only is playing twice. But as far as dates, like probably early August. I think it's more on, along the the typical summer schedule for getting a schedule.
0: Looking forward to that. Looking forward to when Ubbin is renovated. Have you had a chance to swing by there? I understand at least the some of the operations have been shifted over to State Farm Center as they do some heavy work.
1: I drove past yesterday, actually. Um, still, just like a lot of dirt. You out try to sneak in,
0: like a good journalist would. <laughs> uh, Take pictures of dirt, or sneak in in the building. Uh,
1: can I get some like protection for what I'm like? So if I'm arrested for
0: trespassing at I'll and I'll bail you out. Okay, after after a week. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's toughen you up a little bit.
1: That's what I was pretty sure it was going to happen. So I don't know there'll be any sneaking in to Oven. Uh, they have, I mean, they have a fence up around the whole operation. And okay. I'll just be like, got a chance to talk to Brad Underwood in person today. And got a chance to talk to him in person um, at the beginning of the month after the NLI, NLI stuff passed. Hopefully we'll be back in Oven, even if it's under construction. Or back in State Farm Center and like talking to players in person again soon i'm ready for a post zoom world
0: excellent speaking of sneaking in i saw a video this weekend of our old news gazette building downtown champaign kind of turned into a nightclub what isn't (laughs) that awesome videos of strobe lights and people dancing
1: i I, I mean was this is this a real thing that happened or you this is a
0: real thing that's happened i Look for that in this week's News Gazette. At some point, we'll try to get to the bottom of that. Maybe they'll turn the news. That'd be a great nightclub, wouldn't it be?
1: Well, I mean, it's downtown. Downtown. Need so, another
0: bar, don't we? Downtown. I mean, I wouldn't say no
1: to another one. But. Ed
0: Bond went to a Historic Farm Days, our producer, last week. So he got he got out and about. There were balloons in Danville. There's all sorts of things happening. When am I going to see Brad Underwood downtown? Maybe throwing back a beer every now and then. Are we that open? Well, yeah, and he's
1: vaccinated, but mm-hmm. also his schedule is pretty
0: wild. So you're saying while I was having having happy hour at the Esquire, he was probably probably at a gym somewhere. Uh,
1: yeah, because yeah. I mean, started back you know in June, where obviously recruiting dead period ended, so they had the High school events in June, spending 12 hours in a gym. This month, you know, this past weekend was the first evaluation period in July. AAU basketball is back, so all my coaches were, I think most of the events were in the South um, this past weekend, but so they were in Alabama and, and Georgia. Yeah, it's just a lot of time in the gym watching recruits, and, and you know, some of the, the main ones, you know, I believe they were sort of keying in on, showing flying the Illinois flag, as it were. Uh Jaden Epps is a point guard out of Virginia. He's transferring for his senior season to uh prep school in North Carolina because it's what you do at this point. Uh four star point guard in the class of twenty twenty two. Uh really big priority for them. And then spent a lot of time watching the Illinois Wolves. As they try to you know, beef up that relationship with that program because they got a lot of talent. Um, in the 2022 class, obviously, we with Jaden Chute, who just picked up a Duke golfer, um, and then Brighton Huff as well. Um, then, you know, Tuscola's Jalen Quinn, I think had a really good weekend. But he's on that team as well. And then their 16-under team, you know, Asa Thomas out of Lake Forest. So the Wolves are, I think, you know, interesting to see what Illinois is able to do with that because they haven't had any Wolves players since Tracy Abrams and Anna Agwell.
0: You mentioned the shoot kid and a Duke offer. Usually that means see ya. Is that with the coaching change at Duke, is that still the feeling I should have?
1: Well, I mean, I don't think Duke changes just because it's John Shire... And not Mike Krzyzewski. Um at least for, like for now. I mean, if Shire's not successful, then maybe that changes. But like Duke is still Duke; it's got some some weight behind that offer. And obviously, their coach in waiting, <laughs> Illinois guy, knows basketball in the suburbs pretty well. Was one of the best players in the state, so. Be interesting to see what happens there, but I mean, Duke's obviously late to that recruitment. Um, it was last summer where Jaden was picking up offers from essentially the entire Big Ten, Illinois included. Illinois first, so we'll see what what happens there. But uh, yeah, you always just sort of cringe just a little bit when Duke or Kentucky or North Carolina swoops or Kansas kind of swoop in late.
0: All right, Jalen Quinn. You said the Tuscola Star, our News Gazette Player of the Year, all area last year. Got a Rice offer, I do believe, over the weekend. Yep, that was on. Did s- know Rice played Saturday. basketball?
1: Well, they the play Owls. They play, I think, most NCAA sports at the Division One level.
0: Never hear of Rice.
1: I mean, anymore. Big baseball school. Okay, I think like maybe they're Texas, right? Houston. Yeah, it's in Houston. Okay. Um. Well, there was a former. It was because I'll say first team selection that went to Rice for basketball. Drew Peterson out of Libertyville. He transferred to USC. so
0: Didn't stay at Rice. Rice. Okay. Anyway, I'm getting around it. You didn't let me ask you the question. Can I finish now? Sure. Okay, what's Illinois waiting on here? Off of the kit.
1: Well, here, question here's mark. the thing. Oh, <laughs> just because you put a question mark at at the end of a sentence, I was making a question. Uh, I mean, here's the thing, like I mentioned like Jaden Epps, like that's their point guard priority in the class of 2022. Um, They already have sincere Harris. I already have Reggie Bass. Um, So if they get Epps, they're not going to take any more guards would be my guess. And if it got to the point where they did need more guards, that would probably be next off season. And if you're adding a bunch of freshmen, you're probably looking at the portal. I mean, we kind of you know, talk about you know Elmo's priorities in the the next recruiting class, and obviously they needed some guards, need a big or two. Um, it doesn't mean they have to be high school kids. I mean, there's more than seventeen hundred players in the portal this year. I imagine next season will be pretty similar to that. So yeah, you can kind of you know think about like you know which high school recruits are kind of their priorities, but if you don't get them. I mean, in the past, that was like, okay, well, what do we do now? But now it's like, well, we can just wait until next spring and maybe find our answer among the almost 2,000 guys in the portal.
0: All right, Scott Ritchie. Uh, I need you to get back out to the golf course here, and I know the sun's starting to shine. Anything else you want to add before I cut you and your Bermuda shorts loose?
1: Well, again, two things. One, can I really go – play golf mm-hmm. instead of work today
0: sure work tonight <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: um and two uh, i guess the last thing uh speaking of transfers and the portal and Illinois needing a big which they do right now uh in the top 10 for oral roberts transfer kevin o'banner uh if you remember the ncaa tournament he and max ace led oral roberts to the sweet 16 they beat ohio state Beat Florida, and they, uh, and they lost by two in the Sweet Sixteen to Arkansas. Both, just had huge tournaments. Uh, O'Banner, six, six eight, six nine, six eight forward, uh, like a legit stretch four option. Yeah, attempted one hundred and twenty threes this past season, shot forty six percent from beyond the arc. As and he's got some size, good rebounder. Averages like eighteen and nine on the year. Uh, lots of. He's a Houston native, so lots of teams sort of in the Big 12 SEC footprint in his top ten, but Illinois is in the mix, and I sort of broke down all of his options in Tuesdays. Good morning, a Nation, so you can check that out at 6 a.m., and then also just do that every morning because there's some, something Illinois-slash-college-basketball-related
0: every single day. All right, the Houston native—how he ever escaped Rice, I'll never know. I'm <laughs> now infatuated with the Owls, you're
1: gonna be just—you're gonna be the mm-hmm. number one Rice Owls basketball fan. <laughs>
0: hey, you picked my spirits up there, Scott Ritchie. You—you you brought it toward the end. All right, now you got me thinking good things again about Illinois basketball. Yeah, but and- should I be nervous that it seems like every week we're saying Illinois is in the top five, ten for this guy, and it doesn't happen?
1: Yeah, and not to give away all of that I wrote, but it was like Kevin O'Banner is just the next Christian Bishop, next Trey Mitchell, next Dawson Garcia, who I think since we last spoke picked North Carolina instead of Illinois. Um, So it's been a struggle for Brad Underwood to, and really, I mean, John Gross, if I I think about it, to get that sort of prototypical slash modern. Big Ten power forward, um, Kevin O'Banner would be it. But uh, I guess just we'll have to wait and see.
0: All right, Scott Ritchie. Uh, Can't wait for that good morning, Atlanta Nation tomorrow. I'm fired up by that one, 6 6 a.m. I'll be there. How about that? Okay. All right, enjoy your golf, and uh, can't wait to read what you have in this Sunday's News Gazette about college basketball. Promise? Sure. See ya.